All righty, everybody, welcome to Outspoken. Today I'm joined by a very special guest and one of the most beautiful human beings on the planet, <laughs> Mr. Harry Jowsey. Woo! Welcome, brother. Absolutely <laughs> lovely to have him here. He's out here in Australia, haven't been back for quite a while, have you, mate? No, uh, three years, bro. Three years. Your family happy to see you? Nah, I'm not, even, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not seeing them. Business comes first. Yeah, no, I saw my sister. She she just squirted out a kid, so I saw her. Beautiful. Saw the little, Rug rat, and then my mum and my rest of my family is getting angry because I'm not visiting them. I'm like, bro, I'm here for work. Relax. You got a fucking, you got a journey to do. Yeah, like if <laughs> you, you got guys shit to do. see me, like you can come to America. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just get them to come out. Have they come out to America? Uh, my mum did. Yeah, oh, for, that's good. For a couple of days, it was fucking crazy. She's a nutcase. Fuck yeah, my yeah. mum's my mum's pretty nuts as well. She's also very hot. You should, oh, you should meet her. Your mum's hot. She's a little bit hot. She's all right. So picture me, a little bit older looking with a wig and not as much like manly structures in my face. Oh, I'd fuck her for sure. Hundred percent. I'd allow that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mum. If you're upset watching this, don't fucking watch it. That's all I'll say. Yeah, she, come on. She needs she needs a good time wherever mum is. <laughs> yeah. All right. I want to get started with a kind of little quick background. So I had a few questions. There's some yeah. very good fan questions. Basically, like, where did you grow up here in Australia and stuff like that? Because we obviously didn't know each other or anything like that. Yeah. And you've been you've lived in Australia your whole life until the show, yeah. Yeah. So I grew up in Yapoon in Central Queensland, which is up past Brisbane. Yep. Uh, I was a little shit bag and I got kicked, we all? kicked out of school in Australia and went to go to school in New Zealand. <clears throat> oh shit. And then, uh, yeah, just fucking was jumping around, went to Europe and then found myself and then just went to university, realized it was fucking boring and then ended up on reality TV. There you go. And you've yeah. been living in America for three years. Yeah, bro. So I finished filming, taught to handle. And then right away I went back to New Zealand. I told my best friend, I was like, this isn't, this isn't going to work being out here. Like it just... I can't see ourselves growing. So we sold all that shit and then we moved to America and then they said the the show was going to be out in like six months and it never, it didn't come out for like a year. So we were just like yeah. fucking around trying to figure it out while we were in America and then, yeah, it was good to go. But it, the, if, I think the funniest thing about uh, Australians and New Zealanders is they think that America is like so far away, but it's one flight. Not like, too hard to get there. So the UK is twice as far. Yeah, UK sucks. And everyone goes there. <laughs> everyone goes there. It's like the weather sucks. It's, Mate. Everyone's angry. People get shanked. See, I lived in the UK for a year and a half. When I turned 18, I flew out there just to try to live somewhere new. And yeah. I didn't hate it. I hated the weather. You're right about the weather. Yeah. I liked how much they loved it. All they do is drink. Yeah. I would drink five nights a week. I was just working in pubs, clubs, traveling to Europe, being in backpackers and stuff. And I loved Living there, but yeah, I think living there your whole life would get a bit shit. I think the best, <laughs> the, the coolest thing about it though is you can just get on one flight and be in like a different climate. Oh, 100%. Like you'd be like, oh, Barcelona and at the beach or go to the Swiss Alps. That's exactly right. It's like a one hour flight to anywhere in Europe almost. It's so. fucking crazy. It's crazy though, the whole like, um, what's the word? Like the, the, the view on like America, it's far away. It's not. It's like yeah. one flight, especially from New Zealand. I think it's even closer. Yeah, people stress out. People get like, all my friends like, oh, I can't come. Like it's so far. Even Americans, they're like, oh, it's got to be like 24 hours of flying. I was like, bro, nah. one flight, <laughs> you have a Valium, you wake up. you're in a Yeah, that's exactly country. what we did. <laughs> yeah. The first time we went there, we both ate a Valium as soon as we sat on the plane because we were in the back in economy in um, <laughs> many, many years ago. Yeah. And we just popped the Valium as soon as we got on there and just woke yeah. up. The chick's like, hey, we're about to land. Like, beautiful. Yeah, bro, it's perfect. Did you live in America before going on the show or you went on the show and then you went out there? Yeah, so I obviously traveled there a few times because I did a show beforehand and I won that and I used the money to fly all the boys, which is the dumbest financial decision <laughs> I've ever done. Fuck it fly up. all the boys to America to then like have a crazy week in LA and then just ended up losing all that money from that show because I got scammed at nightclub Happens. and shit. But I was like, you know what? It's fucking America was sick. So I, I told, I was just like, I'm going to live here one day and then yeah, just come back after the show and just, 
said, I'm going to figure it out. Beautiful. Yeah, I think the thing is with America is like there's so much more opportunity out there and there's a lot going on. There's a lot of people with similar mindsets to the people trying to do something a bit out of the ordinary, whether it's reality TV, social media, acting, dancing, singing, all that stuff. Yeah, bro. I think, I think like fucking, there's obviously shit in Australia that's like, it depends on the industry, right? But I yeah. think for the entertainment industry, there's just like all the, the it's just the, there's way more business happening there mm. and it's just way bigger. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think also though, if you're not in the right, like if you're there trying to make it kind of thing, it can be very hard because it's so expensive. I feel like living out there, is pricey. Like yeah. when, I, when I was there a few years ago, because I lived there that whole year when COVID started, when everyone, we were all training. You were training at Dan's house the same time when I was Yeah, I remember walking past you. Yeah, I don't think we even knew each other then, but even living out there, every morning I'd go to Brecky, me and Maddie, like I'd spend like $150, $200 Australian on like our breakfasts and a juice. And I'm like, fuck, imagine like living here and not being able to actually earn good money. It'd be no, hard it's work. Fucking, it's really, really crazy. Even in like New York and shit, you're just like, what the fuck am I... Bro, I would I'd get sick, and for, I think I've just gone to LA. But where every <laughs> every time I get sick, I just order a bunch of juice, and it's like two or three hundred dollars US. Oh, of, dude, of crazy. juice, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I could just go get like a cold and flu tablet. Yeah, literally. But it's so expensive. That's an expensive place to live. I didn't get over to New York. I went to like Miami, Vegas, and a few other parts of California. But New York's like the only place left that I still really want to see. Yeah, but New York looks good though. It's it's just it's, it's, I think. It's really cool because there's just so much shit happening and people are so fucking busy. But then again, like it is so expensive. Like when I come back here, bro, I started, I was trying to pay for everything. I was like, bro, this bill isn't enough. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you like, come I back and like, like, this is cheap. <laughs> bro, literally, we went to dinner and uh, my sister's husband was just like, oh, I don't know about the Wagyu. I was like, bro, I'll get two. Yeah. I just want to like, just get those numbers up because this is stressing me out. <laughs> That's like me, bro. I came back from America and like after I was lucky enough to make a bit of money and I'm very grateful for that. I come back, I'm like, I'm going to spend a hundred grand on a party. I want to throw a fuck off big party. And I yeah. did it. And I was like, me years ago, I wouldn't even spend like a few thousand dollars on a party. You know what I mean? And yeah, now everyone I'm, bring their own goon bag. Yeah, bro. And people <laughs> were like shocked. Like, whoa, you're spending crazy money. And I'm not like mega rich, rich. Like I got enough, but like spent a hundred K on a party a few times. It's like, fuck it. You just kind of, you like stop focusing on how much you're spending. You just want to keep making money, you know? I think yeah. That's, that's what's important. I, I also wanted to talk about the whole YouTube boxing sort of stuff. Yes. Yeah, are you going to fight? Do you reckon? Um, I had, I had an opportunity to do it and I signed a contract, um, but it didn't go through, but, uh, cause it was on that social gloves thing. So thank the, fuck. Uh, which one's the social gloves? The one, also McBroom's shit. Oh, shit oh where everyone got fucked over. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So I'm fucking, I'm glad that that didn't go through. Oh, um, mate, you would have been out of pocket for that one. Yeah. would have got clipped bad, but I really, I think it's, to be honest, I think it's kind of corny now because everyone is just, I agree, bro. I definitely agree. Yeah, bro. Like, unless... Look, hats off to Jake and Logan, and and I think they really paved the way. Like, yeah. I think they took it serious enough to like have enough respect for it and to take it serious. Well, look at the caliber of their opponents, right? They're fucking, you know, they're like, doing, they're doing really, really well. Yeah. I think the only time I, I this is, what I literally, it's funny you asked me that. I said this today to one of my friends. I was like, the only time I think I'm, I want to fight is I want to call out, so, like a big Australian, like. Yeah. Like Liam Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Hugh Jackman. That'd be cool. But not just, not for the fight. I want to like break a record on like the most Pay amount of- views, everything. No, 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 no. Like the most amount of money raised for, oh, yeah. for uh, like me a mental health charity. Oh, I love that. So do it for like Australians and shit or something. Cause I'm like, what have I really done for Australia? Nothing. If I can have an opportunity where I can, number one, get someone else who's like super notable and those guys bang. Like I've seen videos oh, yeah. of them like fighting. They're fucking, they're crazy. The athletes. Yeah, bro. And they're sourced up. They're huge. So I'm like, it would be, it would be number one, I don't care if I get absolutely dropped. <laughs> if it's for a good cause, it's for a good cause. Exactly. I get all my good and karma points. That. Yeah, go to heaven. 
so it'd be fine. <laughs> no, yeah. I like that a lot. I think as well with the whole mental health thing here in Australia, I think there's a big stigma around that, you know, like especially for men, you know, not to get on the sexist type, uh, subject, but I think there's a big stigma around like it's weak for men to speak out, seek help and yeah. men should hide their emotions and all these things. And, you know, the suicide rates here in Australia are through the roof and they have been for quite some time. Yeah. And a large majority of it is men and I think stuff like that, there's always so much that people like ourselves who, have, do, who do have a bit of an influence in the world to yeah. be able to make a bit of a difference, help some people out there. Because um, there's a lot of people suffering in silence who feel like if they talk about it, they're going to get judged or get looked at differently. So Yeah, it's, just, it's also really difficult because like, I, th- I feel like there's no, I don't know, like I wouldn't, if coming back to Australia, I wouldn't know one phone number to call if I needed help. Yeah. You know, and I think maybe there's like, a, there's ways that people can get those resources in front of people or just know, like, bro, no one's too cool. Like, I think Paddy the Batty had a really good speech yeah. after that fight where he just like, I'd rather get a phone call from a friend than to hear, like, those. And then go to the funeral. Yeah, bro. So, 100%. Anyway, yes. Yeah, and with, like, the, I like how you said it is a little bit corny now. I feel like people are just doing it for the sake of doing it. And yeah. that's like me. It's like, I do want to do a boxing match. Yeah. But I want to be on a card where there's a lot of pro fights or even if it's just amateur fights. I don't want to be stuck like down in a card where it's like 10 fights of just guys that have never had a fight, don't know how to train, don't take it seriously. Yeah, because they're not fun to watch. Throwing little things on each other in the build-up and the petty bullshit. Like, I want to, like, treat it seriously, turn up, train hard as fuck, leave it all out there. If I get KO'd, whatever. If I get a KO, amazing. Yeah. I want to be involved in a really, like, good credential card that's like, well, this is a legitimate event. It's done right. And like you said, bro, even donate money to charities, raise awareness for mental health, do those things. Because I've been training a lot and... I definitely want to do a boxing match, but I, I definitely think it's a bit corny, like the, the social gloves thing. And, and so much of it goes wrong. There's too much ego on the one card. Bro, and I think the shit is like, they don't, like, I, they're not like, f- the, the press conferences and shit aren't funny to watch. They're like, just a bit cringy, man. Yeah, like, you look, like, they're Jake, hard to watch. Like the Jake, like when he's like calling people out and he has like actual shit on them, you're like, oh, this mm. is fucking fun. Yeah, he but, goes dark. But then like other people were just like, wait, what the fuck are you saying? Like just... Yeah. It's just, it's embarrassing. It's forced, I think. It's, yeah. it's not natural. It's more forced than it is natural. It's like, for me, it's like, I don't, I can't really think of many people I have genuine beef with to the point where I'd want to physically hurt them. Yeah. And if there was, then great. Then it will be a natural, real reaction for me. I will call them out. I will try to take this. I'll, I'll embarrass them. I'll look up. I'll find every bit of dirt I yeah. can. But for me to really hate someone that much, it would take a lot. And that's why I'm not rushing into doing anything. You know, I just wait for the right time. Whereas, People like Jake, Logan, and that. Logan hasn't really had serious beef. I mean, him and KSI had a lot of beef, but yeah. they, they're boys now. But I think, yeah, I really I really hope he fights Dylan Dennis. I really well, hope He smashes Dylan Dennis. I hope that happens because they actually don't like each no, other. No, I don't think anyone likes Dylan Dennis. <laughs> bro, I, he's, good at, he's good at trolling. He's good at doing what he does. He's, he's, he's playing it like an act. Bro, here's know, the thing. I've, I look, I, I've hung out with him a bunch of times. He's always been a sweetheart to me, but I just think it's so fucking corny the amount of shit he talks and he doesn't oh. fight. Well, that's it. He's had two fights in Bellator. His first fight, he won with a toe lock. And then his second fight, I don't think I saw the second fight. I know he won, he won two with fights. a toe lock? How does he, that happen? He literally grabbed... He went to, I think he went for like a leg lock. He took someone down pretty quickly. He's, he's a high-level grappler. There's no way I can take any credit from that. He's yeah. a freak at like jiu-jitsu. One of the best in the world, most likely. Yeah. Um, he took the guy down pretty quickly. He, he wouldn't be standing with people. He'd get fucking flattened, you know? Bro, yeah. I, I just... For the amount of shit he talks, I'm like, I just really need... Just someone needs to check him or he needs to just prove well, it's, himself. It's, it's a bit like... It's not the same anywhere near, but I mean, even with McGregor over the last five years has lost a lot of fans and a lot of respect because all he's done is sat on Twitter, you know, on the sideline. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm a big fan of McGregor and I always have been, but I'll admit the last three or four, even five years, it's like... 
I don't think I don't even I haven't followed him off my new Instagram account. Yeah. I don't really care what he's doing. If he fights, I'll tune in and I'll watch. But he's always on the sideline, just commenting and talking about every fight, rather than actually getting in there and proving himself again. And it's pretty it's pretty hard to want to jump back in there when you have made Dude, so much, as much money as he has. If I had like half a bill or whatever that guy's got, there's no way I'm gonna get punched. Yeah, I would just shut the fuck up. Me and just... me and Kristen went to his last fight where he snapped his leg, and I was like. That would do it for me. It's like, yeah. unless you're like a genuine freak and that's your passion and you just want to do it for the fun, then cool, yeah. respect. But bro, with like half a billion in the bank, a few kids, a missus, you know, yachts, houses. What's why? the point? What's the point? You're just risk taking years off your life when you could be there and yeah. for your family and, and enjoy it. So He's got to be juiced up though. That's why. That's why bro, he's so he has packed on some size. He has to be juiced up. There's no way he's that angry. And I think since his surgery or his injury, I think he's... Definitely got to be. He's got to be ready, bro. He's like a fucking middleweight. You look at him now compared to what he used to look like when he started. Yeah, he's like walking around fifty pounds. And he's an off season. Like like, crazy. I don't think he gets back down to lightweight. I don't think he'll make one hundred and fifty-five pounds. Yeah, bro. And the problem is at welterweight. I don't think he beats anyone in the top. Do you watch the UFC on the weekend, bro? I missed it. There's a time time difference. I I was like, I saw, bro. That fucking. Upset. Head kick? Oh, Mate, bro. Someone put 40 grand on it they were talking about and he won 160,000 back from that bet. And I was like, that's a risky bet. But I was telling my friends in the board, I was like, don't sleep on Edwards. His only loss was to Ed, uh, to Usman like seven or eight years ago. It was his first fight in the UFC. Oh, lost. what? Yeah, he hasn't lost since he lost to Usman like eight years ago. Wow. He's He's legitimate, dude. Like he's a legit fighter. He's I was like, killer. oh, he got, he got stunned by Nate in the fifth round. I'm like, he was beating Nate to a pulp for four and a half rounds and he got a little bit slack and caught, but he didn't get stopped. So. Yeah. Bro, I have so much respect for those guys to be able to get in and it's bang. Crazy, bro. Like, have you been doing much training, like boxing wise and stuff? Just, bro, here and there, nothing like serious, just for fitness. Um, I was going to box when I was here, but I just, yeah, it's, but the fitness, the, it's just the discipline is so much fun. Like, yeah. I, I really enjoy it, but I, yeah, I think challenging. That, oh, bro, and you get so dice, bro. Oh, bro, you get in shape good. real quick. Two, three weeks of boxing and you shred it. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> a demon. Good. I get a bit bored of doing weight training, so it's nice to mix it up with more functional stuff and boxing. And yeah, I want to look athletic instead yeah, of Yeah, yeah, it's like, like I think that whole big bodybuilder sort of veined up, juiced up looks a bit old school now. It's Played. like each to their own. If people enjoy doing it, good for them and all the power to them, but I like the, the more athletic. Bro, I honestly think, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, I think bodybuilding, the competition going stage, I think that shit is so fucking cringe. <laughs> bro, it's like, like think, so cringe. Think about it like in reality. You've got like 10 to 20 monstrous dudes in thongs with fake tan tensing the fucking cheeks up this far from each other to see who has the bigger muscles. I agree. I definitely like, agree. Yeah, bro. Like, and, uh, they look great. They look good. But like, let's fucking have a running race. Put him in a boxing ring. Yeah, fucking. me and you go against a fucking polar bear. Let's yeah. see, like, see who survives along this. A lot of them would have a, like a heart attack, I think, in a boxing fight. Bro, they, they wouldn't be able to run 100 meters. It's so, it's so I, cringe. Like I said, each to their own. But it's, <laughs> no, that's not my thing. I, I loved like getting massive when I was younger. I would abuse all sorts of juice and gear when I was like 18. And it was yeah. the stupidest shit I did. <laughs> Fucked me up. But I mean, like, it's just a body image thing. And I mean, people can make money and do it, but it's just... For me, like the risk first reward's not worth it. Like you're gonna risk yeah. like all your natural hormones, your mental state, like you're gonna break out in acne, be an angry cunt, like for what? Just to have some big muscles. It's like it's not gonna help you in a fight. I mean no it way. could if you get a hold of somebody, maybe, but And then you're gonna get E D as well when you exactly. come Exactly, your and dick's shit. gonna be shed. My dick's already tiny. I can't afford <laughs> any more penis problems. There's there's cock filler you can get. Say less. That gets a bigger but apparently I was talking because I I was talking to Sandra. 
about it. Oh, yeah, Dr. Chris, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yo, you guys do cock filler? I want to get this thing a little bit thicker. <laughs> and they and they said after a few months, it builds up down the bottom, so you kind of just have a chode. And I was like, fuck, I can't. Uh, this thing can't get uglier. I don't even like know what to call mine. It's like, when it's cold, bro, it's like that. When it's warm, it's about that. It's no, tiny. I've seen the videos. It's, you got a good cock, yeah. You know what the thing is? It, it <laughs> looks nice. It's a very pretty dick. Yeah. It's very clean. There's, <laughs> not, there's, there's not a flaw with it other than the size. But in saying that, I've made many girls squirt. I've had a lot yeah. of girls come back for more and I have, haven't really had any complaints. The only girls that'll talk shit are like those real thotty ones that just want a fucking arm in them. But the, it's just not practical. No. Bro, if I had an eight or nine, anything above eight inch, bro, anything above seven and a half, if I had that, I would, I'd chop off. Exactly off. right. I'd probably like, get rid of it too. It's not functional. You're going to hurt someone. It's, no one's enjoying it. You're not going to have sex every single day. Like it's just, it's not practical. Big dicks hurt chicks. Yeah. We say no to that. Get rid of the cocks. Big, big dicks hurt chicks. Yeah. Six yeah. inches and under. <laughs> Only coming from a small penis. Yeah. But I mean, isn't it right? The woman's G-spot's not that deep in there, yeah? Yeah. I don't But I wouldn't know. I haven't found it yet. <laughs> yeah. still, still searching that. Yeah, I, I've got no. Clint, I've, I've, had, uh, I've had hints, but I, the, the G-spot's Dude, a different one. I just change my strokes up and just rub the outside. I just experiment until it looks like they're happy. Then I just stick with that until the job's done. Yeah, I just come and start crying. That, that happens yeah. as well to me. Yeah. Ten, ten seconds in, oh my God, this never happens. <laughs> yeah. But it happens. Every no, time. I usually gaslight them. Like, yeah, if that wasn't so fucking nice, <laughs> I wouldn't have come. It's your Fuck fault you. for having a good pussy. Yeah, no, literally. I'm like, they're not usually that tight. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about sex and women and all these things, I'm not yeah. going to ask too much crazy shit because now you're you're tied up in a relationship now, which yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of jealous women in the world over this. But <laughs> that's just me speaking. Are you on good terms with with Jake? Who? With Jake Paul. Because I- Oh, no, he doesn't like me. That's what I was thinking. Because I know you and Logan are good friends and stuff. I love Logan. Logan's awesome. See, I get along with both of them and stuff. Um, and Logan follows me and we've, we've chatted and stuff. Went on his podcast and me and Jake have hung out before in the past. But yeah. You guys trained a bit in Miami, didn't you know? Yeah, we did do a little session together in Miami like quite a while ago. But I do remember seeing, when I was kind of first kind of talking to you and being friends with you, I remember seeing you were with Julia, then you were with Tana or Tana, is that how you say it? Mm. Tana Mojo and then Julia, then Tana was like, this dude's out here. He's like, he's, uh, he's causing chaos in uh, LA. I never, so me and Tana were just purely like friends. Like then nothing ever happened with that. But the Cap. Julia situation was just like, how was you going to- Cap? Question no, mark? No, 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 it was legit. Strictly friends. Strictly friends. Like she I would, respect that. She would talk to me. Like I'd meet her boyfriends. I'd come oh, over to her house there and dudes that she's like fucking and shit. Um, it was purely just like that. But the, yeah, the Julia thing was just like one of those things that kind of just like shine really bright really quick and then like fizzled out. One of those things. Um, fun. Yeah. And it was a bit of fun. And, and I f kind of feel like good luck Chuck. Cause now they seem pretty happy. So I was like, you're, you're blessing these people with happiness. Yeah. Cause I guess she realized that like, shit, this is really bad. <laughs> I miss my ex. <laughs> Maybe that's what happens to me. Maybe that's why every girl I've dated is just so much happier now that they're not with me. Yeah, because they're like, this is the worst of the worst. <laughs> anything but above this, anything different than this is going to be better. That's really good, a really good outlook. I like that. So yeah. anything Jake should probably be thanking you. He, sh he should be. He should you've re done relax. A good, you've done a good thing. Yeah, he should stop trying to fucking, I don't know. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he just doesn't like me. I spoke to Logan okay. recently and I was like, is he like, does he want to get a nice warm dinner and just like- A nice warm one? Yeah, and just sit I down like and that. like squash it. And he's like, oh no, he doesn't like you. <laughs> well, that's the thing, bro. I feel like with yeah. us Aussies, we got a very laid back, sense yeah. of humor and it's just like whatever you know whereas i think americans not all of them are just speaking about some you know they've got a whole different persona and ego and outlook on things where it's like oh god he'd look at someone like you a big tall handsome dude chicks love you you're doing what you're doing and yeah like, no i never want to be friends with this guy now <laughs> bro i don't because we we met before any of this stuff and he was like oh bro you're a funny dude and then 
um, and everything was like sweet, and I fucking love Logan, so I was like, oh, yeah. th this could be fun. Like these guys are these guys are nice, and then I guess, yeah, I think I think the thing is in LA, guys all have like ego problems, hundred yeah, percent, and they're always worried about like oh, this dude or that dude because I guess every there's too many backstabbers and shit like that, and I'm like, I don't really care, bro. There's there's more than fucking seven billion people in the world. I'm not mm. gonna trip over one person. Facts. But I, when I, I only lived there for a year or so, and I've been there a lot of short trips. You've been living there a while now, and yeah, I, that's one of the first things I know. Just is like a lot of like the ego in in LA. It's like you feel like you're kind of constantly in a bit of a competition with people. Or and I've never felt like that before. It's like out there after a while, you're like, fuck, you're like, I have to be doing this, or I'm not doing enough, and yeah, I feel like it's hard to find a lot of genuine people out there. But I think I think when obviously Australia is very laid back and like we've we're very relaxed about things. I think when you're in America, especially being a young kid that like grows up with like fame, followers and money, mm. you kind of like everyone like gravitates to you and is like, yep. you're the man, you're the man, you're the man all the time. And then as you get older and there's more people, there's people with more money, people with more fame. And then your friends like gravitate towards mm. them. You kind of, I think everyone just gets like massively like insecure and yeah. like people try and fuck each other's girlfriends or whatever else. 100%. And I think people just like get worried and it builds into this like big fucking like insecure monster that's like, threatened by yeah. anything that comes near where i think australia and new zealand is just like who really gives a fuck like, it's like fuck it if, if my chick fucks off with someone else cool i don't like them but fucking move on whatever yeah it's got onwards and upwards 100 yeah, yeah I, I definitely agree with something like that that was one thing that i i struggled out there was to find a lot of people with really good senses of humor out there but yeah. there is a lot of beautiful people i'm not going to just trash la like there is a lot of great people there's, there's good and bad people everywhere you go yeah, but I I found that in the time I spent out there, I'm, I actually enjoyed spending time there during COVID because it was so quiet. Oh, <laughs> like, bro, so I nice. I would drive from from Woodland Hills to to Dan's gym in Bel Air like every day, and normally that's a forty five minute drive from there. But every day is like twenty minutes. So Are you close traffic. to Dan? He's such a good dude, bro. Not like close, close. He follows me, and I've chatted to him and stuff like that. But I, I really like him and respect what he's done. And yeah, bro, yeah, he's a good dude, man. From what I've seen, and sent me a copy of his book, stuff like that. Did you read it? It's a good book. It. I'm halfway through. It's a good book. Very good book. I'm only halfway through. I really like the pictures. <laughs> Yeah, oh, bro. I'm one of those guys. Picture book. <laughs> did, you, did you see, bro, did you, did you get to the bit where uh, there's a screenshot of the wire of $10 million? No. One of, I won a poker game and, and so one of his boys wired him $10 million. Oh, my God. Fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, it got me fired up reading that book because I was like, oh, shit. Like, this dude just doesn't really give a fuck and he's just going to tell everyone all this shit. Like, this is the, yeah. this is the amount of uh, steroids he did, blah, 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 blah. Like, all the way through to, to everything. Like, to I gave this guy drugs like fucking talk about coke nights and whatever else i'm like damn like this guy doesn't give a fuck and yeah. then yeah bro i don't know i just got fired up after reading that well that's shit. one thing i think he doesn't get a lot of credit for and i think a lot of people that hate on it are just obviously jealous people or they're just people who have like their old school morals oh it's weird he hangs out with all these girls but yeah. he's a bit of an open book and he, he has talked about a lot of shit you know like he's just what you see is what you get and he he talks about a lot of things in, in the book from what i read and even on podcasts when he's gone on there he's, he's been very upfront and people are just very quick to look at him and just judge for things rather than be like, oh, at least he's an honest upfront person. And he's doing this, doing that. So yeah, I do like him. Yeah. I, Cause I think that that's the, the, the most interesting thing is that uh, there's a, in the celebrity world, there's a lot of people that have so many secrets. Oh yeah. And then you meet someone like him and he just doesn't care. And he's like, cool. I'm going to tell people all my shit. Like what have I got to hide? Like, I think that's what separates specific celebrities from others. It's like, some are just like, fuck it. I'm a real raw person. Like, yeah, they're not, it's almost like they're not a celebrity, but they are famous. You know, it's like, yeah. it's a normal down to earth person with some fucking wild stories. And I'll talk about it. Whereas yeah. A lot of the ones you got to watch are the ones that look innocent. Like he looks like the bad guy villain, like hanging out with birds or chicks flying around in private jets. Just, he went to Dubai and just had half-naked girls smoking vapes, doing crazy yeah. shit. And I was like, oh, you can't do that in Dubai. I'm like, we just did. But, yeah. then, you got, but then you got these people who 
portray this perfect, like, oh, I'm an innocent angel, like to their social media, to the world and stuff. But they're and the ones they're doing coke on the weekend. hundred percent. They're the ones thinking. that are doing the fucked up shit for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> There's a lot of people like that in uh, in LA as well. They just like, oh yeah, they have this perfect persona, and then you see them in the club on ketamine and just getting <laughs> yeah, finger they're just like yeah, sat yeah. in the corners, and then they'll be the next morning they'll be fucking showing their kale salads and ju- <laughs> yeah. ju- judging people who take drugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally like oh no, I would never smoke a cigarette. <laughs> like fuck off. Next minute they're at the club on ket. Yeah, it's very popular in LA, isn't it's it? A, it's a big one. I tried it for the first time when I was out there. I tried ketamine. You like it? The, I loved it, dude. I loved it. Really? I didn't make it happen. Didn't make a habit of it. And I really enjoyed it. The first time I tried it was at Maddie's place and I was actually on mushrooms at the time. So I've heard- Oh, that's a good combo. I've heard if you take either ketamine or maybe it's the wrong other way around, but if you take them together, it enhances like, man, I was seeing some shit. Really? I, it was a full out-of-body experience. I sat in like this jumping castle, just looking at the, at the nighttime. It was like a grid and I just- wow. I, saw, I saw some crazy shit. Like That's cool. I wouldn't encourage it to people who are scared of those things, but yeah. I, I felt amazing. And even coming weeks after, I just felt so clear-headed and- happy and motivated i didn't feel like i was like like i just felt felt really good after it all and yeah ketamine's a funny one they're they're doing a lot of um they're opening like fucking little facilities to help like ketamine uh like with people's ptsd dude dude, i can get into a story should i tell him i did a guided ketamine trip with a psychologist and a doctor in america wow not not far from where uh dr chris is no no not dr chris um that's the chiropractor i saw fuck anyway um Sherman Oaks. I did a guided ketamine trip for two hours. It felt like six. Wow. Sat, in, sat in a chair with an eye mask on, sound cancelling, noise cancelling headphones, just playing like that uh, healing, like recce music, recce sort of music. And it goes through an IV. Yes, I've heard this. Yes. Theo Vaughn's done it. Me and, me and him spoke about it together when we we're in the Uber to UFC. Theo Vaughn has done the same thing. He did six treatments and I only did two. And I was like, I don't think I can keep doing it, bro. It was intense. Like, so what happened? So... They start with a small dose and they put it through like the infusion and you're in there and stuff. And after about five, 10 minutes, you, you, you start kind of, I felt upside down nearly the whole time. The first one, it felt like six hours. I full, I couldn't move. It's the first time I've experimented or taken any drug or anything like that where I couldn't control what was happening. I was stuck. I was just, but I just had to embrace it. If you freak out on it, you're just going to wow. have a panic attack. And yeah. I was like, fuck it. It is what it is, bro. I watched myself die. I watched myself die. I was in a body bag. All my family and friends were around me in the hospital room and I was in a bag, right? And when it zipped up and went, and when it went pitch black, re- like I was like being born out of a fucking ground, like as a, as a root out of a tree. Jesus Christ. I, I saw faces. I didn't even remember that they existed from my childhood. I was just- Like your uncle? <laughs> yeah, my uncle, <laughs> uncle Terry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, dude, it, it was intense. And, and, and after it, I had to get picked up. And I remember Maddie came and picked me up and I just could, I was just like, I was like mashed potato for the rest of the day, bro. And I was just like, what just happened? Wait, what was the goal with doing that? You so it is, it is some shit. And like you said, it heals, uh, can help people with PTSD, depression, anxiety, all these it things. It sounded like it did the opposite. It made you depressed I, and anxious. I felt, I felt <laughs> weird on it. But then after it, I feel like it really opened up my brain a lot more in a good way. You're supposed to do four to six treatments. That's what the guy said. And I yeah. did two and I was like, I can't keep, man, you're supposed to do two a week until you're done. And I was, I can't, I couldn't keep doing it that. Two hours is a long time to be. Really, really long, man. And they put a lot in you and you just, you fucking gone. You're just out of it. And it takes a while to be able to stand up after it. And it was a very interesting experience. I don't regret it. Like it was good fun. And personally, I don't even know what it was I was trying to heal. I think it was a lack <laughs> of, I think it was a lack of purpose in life. Yeah. Like I was just, I'd done sort of well. I'd made money. I did OnlyFans. I made a heap of money on there. And I was, 
I'd been making like viral content for years and I was like, fuck it, this just doesn't make me happy anymore. Yeah. I was over it and I was like, I don't know what's next. Do I try to get into acting? Do I try to make my own TV show? What do I do? Do I do boxing? Like mm. I was running around trying to find what was next and couldn't find it. And I was like getting really depressed and I was just in this day. I was like, fuck, I've got money, houses, I've got good family, good friends, I've got a hot girlfriend. Everything's good. Like, mm. but I'm just not happy because I have no purpose. I have no goals. I don't know what I want to do anymore. I was just desperate. I was just looking. That's why I was doing shrooms. That's why I tried that. I was trying yeah. to just, it's not like resorting to drug addiction and abusing it with like cocaine and marijuana and MDMA. Just trying to open up your brain a bit. Yeah, because I do think psychedelics were originally invented to help people, man. Mm. And I think they just got a bad a bad name because people abused them back earlier on. I don't know, it was the 70s or 80s or whatever, but. Have you done ayahuasca? No, not yet. I did that one. What? That was crazy. You did ayahuasca? Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my God, did you throw up? Nah. No, I think it was, that was the thing is like, uh, when you talk about finding your purpose, because that is exactly why I did it. Yeah. I, I did it in Costa Rica. Um, oh shit, I heard that's the place to do it. Oh bro, it was sick. I went, so the, this company that we went to was, um, you have to apply and it's all like business, it's people that have like serious businesses and like have a, like have a bit of status. So there was like one guy there that was like, he sold, he had an exit of one of his companies for $3 billion. Another guy has like an, has an airport and like this, uh, there was just very interesting people there. So you're on, already on like a different wavelength by just like just being connected to these people. And it was for a week long, but each day we're doing different activities to build your character. Like if yeah, you right. took away the, the, the actual ceremony of uh, taking ayahuasca and just did those character building uh, ceremonies, it was, that was worth it in itself. Okay. But the whole experience, bro, was like really, really nuts. Like the first night, I, I, on my podcast, I went like full into detail. But um, the first night we did it because we did it three times. First night, um, I just cried for for hours. I've, I've seen, I've seen, I've watched some documentaries on it, bro. Because I was very, very tempted to try that as well. Yeah, I probably will at some stage in my life. I probably still will because I heard there's quite a big process. Like you said, you're in a retreat kind of thing. And yeah, it was like a no sex, you, no no like red meat. All this. I've stuff. heard all this. Did you have to fast at all? Yeah, yeah, there was, a, there was, um, they had like a full, they had like a detailed like what happens and like how to go through it, but yeah, it was, uh, it was honestly the, the most uh, eye opening thing that everyone's like, oh my god, you're gonna vomit and like shit yourself, but like, <laughs> the when you hear people vomiting and like and like going through their stuff because of the whole process, I was like, oh, that's actually really beautiful because they're getting they're rid purging of, the yeah, fucked they're up getting shit. rid of their 100%. shit, so you like. I was kind of just like crying for them. I was like, this is sick. Like, Dude. The, like just watching people vomit. I'm like, yeah. That's amazing. How old were you when you did it? It was this year. Oh, it was this it was year? Years this year. Yeah. Oh, fuck. There you go. In Costa Rica. Yeah, bro. It was wow. awesome. Yeah. Would, would you recommend it to anyone trying to find a bit of help or those things in their life? I think that when, if it's right for you, it would come yeah. to you. So like for me, like it was just random and then just, it, it all just happened at once. It was way too easy for it to happen. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's my time to do it. My, my The guy I live with, he did it when he was like 16 because mm -hmm. he, he was going through some uh, changes in his body and people bullying him. And then his whole family did it and they're like, they're worth hundreds of millions of dollars now. Like, Jesus. It just, I don't know, just uh, everyone has different shit to deal with. Like I had some past trauma shit that I had to deal with and that I got through that and I was like so happy and yeah. grateful. Like some people have been like, molested when they were kids and they they lived through that and got over that hump that mental barrier and you could see like the it was literally like a night and day difference between people that come in from the first day to the end day because like the first day they're like sheltered like frozen humans and like have all this like deep down luggage and then the end they're just like fucking glowing skipping like singing it was really it was really fucking interesting seeing like how this whole process can just really just like one week 
could change everyone's trajectory. That's the thing, isn't it? It's like, I think if people are open to trying these things and they know what to expect, I think the yeah. things that go wrong is when people are like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to expect. And it's like, no, you, you should be prepared. Like, yeah. be ready to see some shit. Be ready to have a reality check. It could be an ego death because that's yeah. what happens on a lot of psychedelics. Like when I first did shrooms, I definitely had like an ego death. Like I remember the first hour, it just felt like I was like, up in the sky looking down on my life and I could just see everything that was wrong with it. It's awesome. Everything that was right with it. And I was like, I could, I could figure it out in my head. I was like, this is what needs fixing. This is yeah. what I want to do. And then after I was like, whoa. And I even felt like I lost a bit of like the aggressiveness that I've carried through my, like my life, you know? And yeah. I was like, I just wanted to like be more loving and kind and understanding of people. Changes your perspective so much. I feel like if so many people in this world that had like anger issues and these things tried some of these stuff, they'd be very happy. <laughs> I think, I think the, on that though is, for people who haven't done psychedelics, I think that you should look at it as like a bottle of vodka. Yep. You're never going to drink the whole bottle of vodka in one go because you know it's going to get you fucked up and you're going to vomit you're this shit once. time. But if you have a shot or you're going to feel like a little bit buzzed. So I think like psychedelics should look at it like that. Like I'm not going to do the whole amount. I'm going to do a microdose a and, and then you're going to feel. Yeah, well, I microdosed shrooms quite a lot last year and I, yeah. and I loved microdosing shrooms. And I know in America now they're, the trialing microdosing of shrooms over antidepressants, which I think is great because yeah, it's not, awesome. not chemically made. Like I've been on antidepressants many times and it, it works temporarily while you're on it, but it comes with a lot of side effects and yeah. and it can do a lot of like long-term damages, whether it's your sex life or it can make things worse too. And then when you stop them, you can be worse and you need them again. Whereas shrooms are, they're not artificially made. They're literally being grown in a paddock and shit pretty much. So it's yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like that they were designed to help people. And I think if, like you said, if you, do it in moderation and do your research and be prepared for it. it could be life-changing stuff. Yeah. That's amazing you did ayahuasca. I definitely, what are we doing tonight? Yeah. <laughs> we doing ayahuasca? Yeah. <laughs> do some butt chugs and fucking Dude, ayahuasca. That's <laughs> crazy, especially Costa Rica. I really want to get out there and try yeah. it. Thanks for sharing that story. Nah, but that's, I appreciate that's it. I love awesome. talking about it. No, that's beautiful. It's cool you like to talk about it too because a lot of people will would hide that stuff. And, but Yeah, I don't give a fuck, bro. Like I have an opportunity to... T to like, I didn't know about it. And then people started t telling me about it. I was like, this is mm. really interesting. You Google it and then you think more about, I don't know, you start to look inside yourself and then and then it changes everything. Did you ever watch, uh, it's on Netflix, I believe it's called The Last Shaman. Mm -mm. So that's a documentary on Netflix and that's purely about ayahuasca. It's, wow. about, it's about a guy years ago and he was, he tried everything, antidepressants, he tried diets. He, he saw all specialists. He was extremely depressed, suicidal. Wow. And he was ready to take his own life. He had nothing worth living for, as he said. And... <clears throat> I think, I'm not sure if it was Costa Rica. I can't remember, but it might've been. He flew out to do an ayahuasca retreat, fixed his life up. Wow. Like, like that's when I first saw it quite a while ago. And I was like, whoa, this is something I would love to try at some stage. I'm not going to rush it. Like yeah. you said, it'll come to you when you're ready to do it. Yeah. And and at the moment things are good and I'm and I'm pretty good. So maybe in the future, even just something to try, you know? <laughs> yeah, bro, but it also the, the thing is that people get worried about is they think it's like, I remember when I was about to do it and they're like, oh, like... Am I gonna be like I was asking them? I was like, Am I gonna be like floating around? Or am I gonna be like stay like laying around, like flailing around like a fucking baby? And they're like, Oh no, no, no! Like if like when you do it, all you, if you close your eyes is when you start to see shit. But mm. if you open your eyes, like you could I could have a normal conversation yeah. like this, but just feel like a little bit body high. Well, that's what I like about shrooms. A lot of the time, you you you're still there. You wouldn't want to go driving and bro. You know, funny fucked up story when i was training at dan's around the same time as you bro so this is when i was first living in la with maddie we we're doing only fans going nuts on there really? and i was just like i was dealing with a lot of shit a lot of people like saying certain things and i didn't really care i knew that that was gonna happen when i started only fans like but i every morning i'd wake up and make a smoothie before i go to the gym and i'd train at dan's house and i just wake up 
big fucking bag of shrimps. I just sprinkle a couple in my morning smoothie, just <laughs> try, just for a micro dose. But I wouldn't weigh them. I wouldn't know yeah, yeah. the dose. I wouldn't. I was just like, as long as it's not heaps, I shouldn't trip. Yeah. One morning, I put a few in, and I must have. I must have just not looked properly, and there was too many. And you know, it takes a little while to to set in. And 20, 30 minutes driving to the gym, started training and warmed up. And I'm like, whoa, like it's not just like more vibrant. I'm actually like things are a bit wavy. I'm like, yeah. do I drive home before it gets worse, or do I just stay here and ride this out? I'm like, nah, I might drive home. I get in the car, started driving, and then it got worse. I was on the wrong side of the road thinking I was in Australia. It was it was, it, it was a crazy <laughs> day, bro. I just got home. I was like, thank fuck I'm alive. Thank God I got home. Thank God no one else was injured. Yeah, Not one of my smartest ideas, but hey. Holy We fuck. live to tell the tale. Yeah, that's awesome, bro. Speaking about OnlyFans and stuff like that, you do OnlyFans, yeah? Yes. How, what is it like for a guy like to do? Because I did it with a partner, like, I'm, and I wasn't going to do it before. Then you know, I just was like, I met Maddie. She was already in. I was like, let's just run it. Let's just have yeah. a fucking crack, make some money. What, what's it like doing it? Like, do you, do you enjoy it? And yeah, yeah. I think OnlyFans has been sick. Like, I uh, I really enjoy because what I do is when I post a photo or on my Snapchat or whatever, I'm trying to reply to as many people as possible. Yep. And it's fucking draining. And then people get upset if you don't reply to them. And, and it gets to a point where like, I don't know, it, it just gets really hard to manage. So I found that OnlyFans was like a really uh, interesting way to be connected with people that actually want to connect and like yeah. learn more about your audience. I think it's probably uh, a little bit different because um, like how crazy you, you guys were going pretty fucking crazy. Hey, we went nuts. Yeah. Like I, I started it with her and the original plan was some like, some like viral comedy skits, a bit of nudity. We were never, ever, ever going to make a sex tape. That was never in the plan to make a sex tape. And we did it. And we got about 45,000, 44,000 subs instantly paying 10 bucks a month. And I was like, wow, I'm looking through the DMS. And it's like you said, it's nice to be more connected to people, but I just wanted to do the riskier content. Cause I, all my shit was just constantly getting flagged and I was having problems. And I was like, yeah, I want to make stuff that I enjoy making. I've got dark sense of humor. I like nudity. I like that shit. And we didn't going through the messages. I could just see thousands of people like, Sex tape, question mark. Sex tape. I would pay hundreds of dollars to see you just fuck once. All these. I was like, wow. Maddie, we're doing a sex tape. Like she did one before me with an old, old partner, but then they took it down. She didn't want to do it. And so she'd never really done it properly with a guy. And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's just run it and have fun. And if we're going to do it, let's go hard. Like, yeah. like, let's go hard and make it worth it because it could in the future ruin things or it might not. Who knows? Let's just have fun with it. Don't think too much. And then we just went nuts, started making shitloads of sex tapes. And, nice. And then, you know, we went hard for about six months and then we're a bit burnt out and I was getting a little bit over it and we we're having thoughts like, do we want to do this? Do we not want to do it? So we just took a bit of a break and I really haven't done it much since then. And doing it for six to 12 months was more than enough. I made enough money to, to buy a house, help my family out and yeah. put myself in a good position. So it's game changer only fans. Like it's helping people with make so much money. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's honestly, uh, I think it's an undervalued social media platform for Definitely. sure. Like you can really, you can really make and grow like a very tuned in audience that really want to, that are really like fucking dialed into your, like to help you and, and whatever else. I think it, honestly, I did a sex tape as well. So much fun. Oh shit. But it was like, it, it, it was, it was with uh, another influencer, but, did you uh, ever share it anywhere? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there. fuck. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know this. Yeah. This is news to me. No, no, because <laughs> my team gets it taken down everywhere. But it's like, we're in the shower, the phone's in the corner. It wasn't like high production or anything yeah. like that. It was just That's like, the best way to do it. That's what I did. I didn't yeah. like set it up and, and have someone come and film me and dress up as a fucking doctor and shit. Like, yeah. I would film it all from my thing. I'm just like pumping like a little fucking jackrabbit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's like more raw. It's your point of view. It's just like, 
fuck it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I, but I really wanted to do one like Jay Alvarez because he had it like oh, perfectly done. Wasn't that a nice little that, sex tape? That, that was one. beautiful. I'm not into dudes like that, but that made me think. Yeah. Jay, if you're watching that video, it made me think. Yeah, yeah. I think the, everyone the coconut oil. That. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good video, that one. Yeah, shout out to Sveta. Who, who's that? The chick that you did it with? Yeah, yeah. Didn't she leak it? Oh, no, no, she didn't. He, he did. get hacked. He did. Oh, he leaked it. But he, Apparently. It's all, all rumours, yeah. I, I, was, I was seeing her for a little bit. And um, I know she was she was actually very hurt by it because oh when, dude when 100%. she brought it up she was really really upset because she just said that there was people trying to extort her for money blah 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 they had all this stuff and then it, it eventually come out some shit people in the world man but that's another reason why I did anything I was like fuck it I'm gonna make a heap of money out of this no one can ever threaten to use anything against yeah. me my nudes are out there I'm fucking now it's on the internet like it's it's easy to get the leaks taken down but that's probably gonna happen for a while until I'm out of this game you know well that was the thing I was like. Someone's gonna leak my nudes. Yeah, 100%. at some point, I may as well do it first. Definitely, bro. And make money. On and it. make money out of it because yeah. why not? It's like, I don't know. I, I really like that. That's what I did. I was like, fuck it. If if people are gonna threaten, because I used to run around naked on the internet doing crazy shit anyway, and you yeah. know that stuff would get leaked and other things on my Snapchat. I used to have all my mates running around naked on my Snapchat. I was like, this shit's gonna happen to me one day. Someone's gonna leak something or use it against me. Or I'm like, fuck it. If I'm I'm not gonna have to pay someone for them to threaten me and not post it. I'm just gonna post it. Yeah, yeah. It's the best way to be. <laughs> it's a fuck up. it mentality. 100% and I think as long as you think it through a little bit then whatever it's not, yeah. it's a whole new world we live in now and it's so much easier to make money um when you really let go of like what you what other people are thinking of you it's not illegal you're not harming anyone everyone wins people want to see you naked and have sex they're getting what they want for paying yeah. for it same as a Netflix subscription or going to the cinemas or fucking whatever exactly. like you someone's paying you for a service they want to see you're delivering it you're making money everyone's happy the only people have a problem with it are just a bit jealous or think it's morally wrong and it's like mm. Yeah. Move oh, on. Yeah. Speaking of OnlyFans, it brings me to a question that Ryan told me specifically. Ryan from Pillow Talk, big shout out to you. I love you so much. Probably well. my fourth favorite man alive. <laughs> I'm not going to say the other three. He wanted me to ask you about the Carmen Karma episode that you co-hosted with him. He said that was a pretty wild episode. Oh, bro. Fuck that, man. That was crazy. <laughs> Did he just text you that? Nah? No, no. He told uh, me the other day. I told him that you were going to come on and I actually intentionally fuck. didn't watch the episode yet. I wanted to hear it. I wanted my reactions. I didn't want to hear it and know what you were going to tell me. I was like, I'm just going to ask him about it and let you tell me a little brief, Bro, whatever you're comfortable to talk about. I have never, oh, Georgia was there. She was in the crowd. But you I, dating at this point? Yeah, yeah. This was like, this wasn't too long ago. <laughs> She's in the crowd. They're like, oh, can you come co-host? Um, and I have never in my entire life, like been so lost for words at someone's <laughs> like stories. Like, and, and hats off to her for being able to, number one, go through what she went through and also be happy telling the tales. Like she was talking about like shitting in bags and like sent, like getting a boyfriend to shit in a bag, freeze it, and, like send it out to her OnlyFans people, like getting 2K of shit, like doing like <laughs> um, going on like to random hotel rooms in like Vegas. And there's like a super famous guy there like covered up and like wanting to be shat on and like jerking. Like I, bro, the shit that she was saying, I was like, I couldn't even imagine. I could not even imagine that. So I don't know how you went through like she just has and she was sitting there and she had come leaking out of her she's like oh yeah guy just fucked me and i'm like on that day yeah she put her leg up so she loves it she put her leg up and she's like oh yeah and then talking about her fucking husband and she's like oh yeah my husband's in the army blah 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 and i was like i was like like completely honest like why does he put up with all this stuff like is he a cuck like what's going on and then she's like, oh, no, he's really not into that. I was like, okay, so he's stealing money. Like, he's taking money from you. Like, there's no other reason why this guy would put- Why would you allow that? Bro, I was like, what? He's got, like, he's serving his fucking country. And you're over here, like, just getting- I, 
I, I saw I saw a thing and Ryan showed me it was Joe Rogan and Andrew Schultz talking about I think this might have been something to do. Yeah. Was this the same girl? They're talking about that, she, that episode. She like went off and got fucked by somebody like her ex. Maybe. Yes, yes. She said what she said was she was in bed with her fucking uh, boyfriend and fell asleep. Whatever she went, she wanted to go fuck her ex. She went to like a, a gas station or some shit. He fucked her, come back, and her boyfriend started like eating his cum out of her <laughs> pussy, and she had no idea, and he had no idea. That is fucking beautiful. That yeah. is a wife right there. Yeah. Where if you're watching this, she probably won't, but someone sent it to her. You are wife material. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it could, it could be like, it could. Even, yeah, it's, that it's, is fucked. It's 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 crazy. I was I just that was the thing when she started talking. I was like, there's no. And then she got her titties out and started spraying everyone her breast milk. Huh? She's like, yeah, I'm. I she can. Pregnant? No, she's like, oh, I have breast milk. And then they started spraying them. And then she's like, oh, do you want me to do you? And I look at Georgia. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just have to politely, most respectfully <laughs> decline on that offer. Fuck, that would have tasted all right, I reckon. Apparently it tastes like shit. Oh, really? Ryan was having a field day, yeah. I got However, there is, there is benefits to breast milk. There's a lot of like human growth hormone naturally occurring in, I, I believe so, so, I think. This is what I've heard. Bodybuilders used to drink breast milk. How fucking strange is that? But it is what it is. Yeah, Man, yeah I'm going to show you. That's what, it makes you think, I wonder how many other girls are coming home to their partners with just a fucking pussy full of cum. And just sitting on their boyfriend's faces. Yeah, that's another it. man's children inside them. Yeah, pussy full of cum. A big old fat pussy full of oh. big old fat load of cum. Oh, where is this? Bro, Fuck. no, it was it was honestly like one of the uh the most it really took me back. Hold on, is this it? Bro, the- dude, that is that is a fucking that is a wild story. What a woman to admit that. Bro, and just so happy. To- I saw Andrew Schultz. He was saying like it's cap. He was like, no, that's cap. There's no fucking way. He's like, no, that's not fucking true. Like, do bro, you, I don't know. Like, hold on, let me see. I, hearing the other stories, I I would believe that. Bro, and the thing is, like, I'm not even I'm not even saying the half of it, but she was, she just had an endless amount of. Oh, where is, is she? A porn star, or is she just a just a chick that loves to get fucked? I think she's a bit of both. No, she definitely she <laughs> dev, definitely does porn. And then, um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, where the fuck is it? I can't find it. But um, yeah, she was she was getting like really nice to me after it, and I was like, look, like I'm just in front of Georgia. Yeah, I was like, I'm so sorry. Well, that's the thing as well. And like, God bless Georgia. She's such a beautiful soul. But that's another thing I think with Australian girls and American girls and stuff. I think like. In America, it's so normal for girls. There is so many porn stars and so many girls in the sex yeah. sex industry and these things. It's like, they'll just flirt with a dude in front of their girlfriend and it's like supposed to be innocent. Bro, Americans are so straightforward. Very. Yeah, like dudes will like catcall and like yell at girls on the street and like Definitely. at the club, like what up shorty? And like, I'm, one of my friends said, I'm like, yo, I, I get, I shit myself and I would try and find their Instagram. And if I can't find their Instagram, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my bad. I don't know if it's like a lack of IQ or if it's confidence or if it's just, that's just the way that they, they are. I wish I had some of that where I could just walk up to a chick. And be I've like, got I've got no issues with walking up to a girl. Really? Like, definitely. No, I've never had. You also do some crazy shit in public. <laughs> yeah. so like- no, I've, I've always had a lot of confidence with women. And it's like, I always just use my own flaws against myself. Small dick, insecure, <laughs> can't fuck, will come in 10 seconds. And that's about it. Yeah, me and you both. I just tell them all straight up. Don't expect more from me other than this. Yeah, you, you got to leave, leave the I can make low. you laugh and like, I could probably get in yeah. shape and I might look good for you, but that's about it. The sex, yeah. sex game. Probably not that great. <laughs> but in saying that, like I said, girls have come back. Also, whilst we're here, we do have a plate full of uh, lip balms there. I've taken them out of the tube. Hold on, why? Hey? I was wondering what that was. It's lip balm. Why is it? 
What is that there for? So Nivea, we've got quite a few different brands. <laughs> Why is that there? Well, it's funny you should ask. We checked in and there was just a whole bunch of like lip creams. Is that it? Oh, you sure it's not candy? What it's is? Not, it's not bad. What? There's different flavors. What is this? I don't know what the red one's gonna taste like. It's a texture that I don't like. What is that? I don't like it. No, I don't. That isn't candy. Anyways, it's lip balm. It's like, you, it's you put that in there? Yeah. Why did you put that in there? I don't know. I was in Woolworths and I was buying myself some coconut water and I was like, you know what Harry would like? A plate full of lip balm. So I bought a plate full of lip balm for Harry. I thought I thought that was candy. No. No. Okay. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got a few fan questions that I wanted to spit out. <laughs> just moving on to the next yeah. <laughs> After the succulent treat I just spoiled you with. Yeah, fuck. We had a few fan questions, just some quick fire questions that I wanted to ask off the bat. Yep. Some are spicy, some are just chill, and some are Still just interesting. It. Do you rather live in America or Australia? Uh, America. Why is that opportunity-wise? Just uh, For now, I want to live there until I figure my shit out, and then like to get more cemented in this industry. And yep. then uh, I think I would, my end goal is to move back to Australia. Move back here when everything's kids. established. You're, you're very, very financially sad and you've yeah. done what you, yeah. I, I, I respect that. That's what I kind of used to sort of want to do. But now with the podcast, I'll probably stay here. I might move back out there for you a while. You've got a good setup in Gold yeah. Coast. Well, that's it, man. I've got my house. I've got my friends. I've got all, everything I need. And the, I've got a lot of the hard part out of the way. People like us, it's, <clears throat> I think one of the hardest parts in social media or doing these things is like getting to know people where I, I know so many people now. So mm. I can just go to America if I want to and book out 10, 20 podcasts, get in, work. I don't have to like live, live there. Yeah. But if I want to, I can go and live you're there. You're cemented. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's, and that's the thing for you, man. Like you're, you're killing it out there with all the stuff you're doing. So there's no reason why, why like backstep and come back here and live here. It's like, yeah, you'll run out of things to do here in a week. So it's probably a good thing. You just come in here for a short trip, get a bunch Bang of shit done and then go back there and yeah. keep you on it. On to the next one. Which country do you think has the better girls? <sighs> Fuck, I think, bro, because there's been so many Australian TikTokers mm. on my For You page, I think there's, I think personality-wise, Australia. Mm. Uh, Australia because, like, the girls are more outgoing. They're always at the beach. Like, I feel like they're less stuck up. Less stuck up, more appreciative. Mm. Like, George is so appreciative of, yeah. like, anything I do. Like, very, Oh, dude, like, she's always good vibes. I've only, I only met her last year in my Halloween party. And yeah. since, since knowing her, it's like she's just always full of good vibes, energy, and... And it radiates, it's good. Yeah, and like in America, if you don't pick a girl up in a Rolls Royce, they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You pick them up in a, like a fucking limit. Ugh, what's this? Yeah, literally, it's not a Ferrari. Like, <laughs> bro, it's crazy. No, yeah. that's, that's what they're used to out there, bro. A lot of the girls out there, they get used to that. They're brought up around that. They grew up with money or they find someone with money. And there is a lot of great girls in America and Los Angeles. And this is just a handful of people yeah. talking about. But anyways, I definitely think I agree on that one. Mm. Is it true you were made in a test tube? Yes. You were made in a test tube? Yep. Could you care to elaborate for me? Um, so my dad had four daughters <coughs> with uh, someone that wasn't my mom. Yep. And then he met my mom and he's like, oh, fuck, I need to fill her to the brim. Uh, <laughs> Respect. <laughs> yeah. But at that point, he had a vasectomy, right? So he had all this shit was like fucking chopped up spaghetti. Schmitt. Yeah. So he met my mom though. He's like, fuck, we got to fill her up. And then anyway, they had enough magic mustard. I think they, they ended up, doing like six surgeries trying to get his balls back to life at that time like they fully just fucking sliced everything up so it was, it was no good they had enough magic mustard for my brother he was an ivf baby they still put my mom's egg his his sauce in a thing and did it got it done but for me to come around they had like sir 
you're shooting blanks. There's nothing going on here. So they pinned him down and they put a syringe in his balls and pulled out whatever they could. Whoa. And they had enough. There was like a few, obviously, few like dead sperm. And my sister, who I just saw, who just had the kid, Rose, she was like, oh, yeah, <coughs> this sperm. And they put it in. It was like a miracle that it happened. Wow. So yeah. you were made in a test tube? Yeah, full blown. I really like that. That's yeah. very interesting. There was a bunch of like uh, news uh, news articles and stuff when we come out because everyone like didn't think of, everyone thought I was going to. You're just taking the piss kind of thing, but then they see that and you're like, oh whoa. Yeah, they <laughs> thought I was going to come out with like a fucking wobbly <laughs> eye or something, you know? Like, Marking on myself. Uh, maybe more people should be doing what you did because you came out pretty genetically gifted. Apparently, uh, Austin McBroom just just did that where he had uh, some of his cum frozen. No, no, no. no. He uh, IVF baby, but made sure it was a boy and like genetically. You can choose it. the gender now. Apparently, you Whoa. can choose everything about it. Suddenly, I want kids. Yeah. I've yeah. never really cared too much about having kids, but now I know this. Yeah. Make sure it's smart, handsome, and healthy. I just don't want red hair. <laughs> and if it is red hair, I need to change that shit. Yeah. Yeah, quick. Unless you're a spicy, fiery, sexy some redhead woman. Redheads. There is some baddies out there with red hair. There's some, when I met Maddie, she had red hair, and I liked it. Actually, no, she didn't. She had it just before I met her. There is a lot of natural redhead girls out there. So, yeah. That are very sexy, but I just... Sorry, dudes. Sorry to the boys. Yeah. Don't have fucking red hair. Yeah, just don't. And I'm not being nasty. Well, I mean, anyways. On to the next question. <laughs> Do you think guys and girls can strictly be friends? No. Well, it depends. Like... You said you were friends with Tanner, so I guess... Yeah... But when, yeah, yeah, we <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking like, I think I know where your head's at. It's very hard. It's hard because there was, I'm sure at one point we wanted to fuck each other. Yep. And then now it's like too far gone. Um, but I feel like, you know, people can be friends online. I, sure. I'm like that with a couple of girls. Like I'm like, nah, it's just too long. We're too close. It's like me and my sister, we've been sisters, sister and brother for 28 or 25 years. I'm not going to fuck her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know what you mean. I know where your head's at. Yeah, I was. That's. I'm thinking about my sisters as well. I probably wouldn't want no, to do that. No, I don't think I would either. Yeah, not in my brother. I think like second cousin. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go down that route. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> I just don't want to. I don't want to go. This is quite hot though. No, no, she's alright. She got a nice face. She's she's her ass. Yeah, big, big, big old bonder, mate. She's all yours. <laughs> Five dollars a week. Oh wow. Um, oh no, this this question yeah. is a pretty spicy question and don't feel like you have to end. You can pass any of these because I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm no. I am chill out. No, we're good. Do you know roughly the number of people you have slept with? 205, I think. That's actually not that bad. Yeah. That's like, that's really good. That's a respectful number. I think it's 205 or 200. I haven't checked, but it's in my notes. I honestly would probably say I'm around the same and I feel like I'm pretty innocent. Yeah, very. I was pretty much a virgin cock. Yeah, well, there you go. All that 205 in the last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, what's the next one? So let's just say, this is a hypothetically speaking. <clears throat> yeah. You go out for a night out and, you know, drinks are flowing. You meet a girl. She's beautiful. 10 out of 10. Great smile. She's funny. She makes you laugh. She's a lawyer. She's beautiful. She has a great job. You meet her family. You start dating this girl. Six months goes by. Her family loves you. Everything about her is perfect. And after six months, you find out she has Down syndrome. Would you continue dating her? <laughs> There's no right or wrong answer. Just know that. I will not judge. And neither will the audience. What? <laughs> it's a hidden like form kind of, because obviously like uh. six months has gone by and you still haven't looked <laughs> and you haven't figured that out. So it's like, I would probably just keep going. I just don't know if I'd want to breed. 
<laughs> I don't, can you repeat the question? All right. Long yeah. story short, you've met a beautiful girl. Yep. 10 out of 10 looking, 10 out of 10 personality. She's great. She's Her numbers are under 10. She's got a lawyer job. She's making three, 400 grand a year. She's independent. Wow. Doesn't ask you for shit. Just wants to make your life better. She can cook a good meal. She gets along with the boys. Everything about her is great. Mm. Six months later, she sits you down. She's like, babe, I need to be honest. If we're going to be doing this long-term, I need to tell you, I do have Down syndrome. Is it like, so was she born with Down syndrome or developed? No, she was born with it. Oh. Why is that? It changes? Well, I was just, okay. Because it was like the developing over time. Because then it could get worse. Yeah, I think I'd probably have to stick it out. See, the <laughs> yeah. first time you said that, I thought you said she had, like, had a Down syndrome brother or something. But, I, but either or, I would stay with her. Yeah. I've had a blowjob of a disabled girl. <laughs> <laughs> with consent and age. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, to like, be honest. Like what type of disability? What was it? What was, what was the disability? You know, like the bike ones? Were they <laughs> nah. cha chairs? No. Nah. Anyway. So it was beautiful. It was actually great. But in saying that, like, you know, everyone always asks, if you got a chick, she's like, oh, if I had a car crash and I couldn't walk again, would you stay with me? And I'm like, yeah, of course I would. But anyway, <laughs> but I would. So what, so what was the... I think resorting back to the question... No, I mean, the, the, what was the blowjob like? How did that come about with the, with the girl on the bike? It was a fan. It was a fan. Mm -hmm. And it just happened. <laughs> I don't... It's a very interesting story, but it's a story. It could be... Could did you be, go down on her? No. I was a bit selfish. Yeah. I wasn't prepared. I feel like very nice. if we're in the shower or something and like we could both scrub up and be nice and fresh, I'd probably do a lot more than just a blowjob. Cause like fuck it, like everyone needs love. Yeah, I don't think I'd like go to the like. The, I probably wouldn't date, and that's nothing to do with touchy subject. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, everyone needs everyone needs love, and so I respect that for sure. I, I would definitely for sure. So you'd hang around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the only risk that carries with that, you already know she's cool. Like the only risk that carries with that is if you have a kid that it might come out with a disability. Yeah, but if, if it comes out looking like her and she's hot and she's cool, then fuck it. She's a lawyer. Then fuck it. It is what it is. She's smart. She's hot. Sometimes disabilities don't even affect people and sometimes they do. And if you're one of those people out there, I feel for you and I hope you're well. All the best. You're beautiful. Anyways, moving on to the next question before I upset anyone. What's the craziest place you've had? What's the craziest place you've had sex? Cemetery. And a sewage drain. In a sewage drain, in a sewage drain at the cemetery. No, no, different occasions. Oh, wow. And then a church. I've done a church. I haven't done a cemetery. A cemetery is good. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, because it's just like what, you, like what are you guys laying around for? You know, you 100%, need a show. Hundred percent. They do need something. Yeah. And and they'll be listening. I don't know how if they could watch or not, but they'll be listening. Yeah. No, it was just a little bit weird, like bent over a tombstone, like trying to see who. who it well, is. I'm gonna add that to my bucket list. I am now dying to bang a girl in a cemetery. Yeah, I just don't know if I got good karma points from that, but I think I think I think as long as it's not directly above someone's grave, like if you're just chilling, there's like a seating area there where people can just sit and chill, and you fuck there, like. No, nah, it was pretty, pretty, pretty serious. It's pretty in the business. <laughs> it was just like there was so my high high school where I went. Yeah, I have some more of that. That was like, take the edge off. Oh, the pink ones are good. Yeah, they got flavor. Yeah, as you were. Um, so where my boarding school was. There was it was like a park cemetery in between, so we would just go in there and like in the bushes and on top of people. 
So yeah. That is wild. It was awesome. That's a wild story. Yeah. It's pretty deadly. How many people have you told about that story? A few? Just a few, yeah. Yeah, but the, the church one was pretty bad because it was like lunchtime on a Saturday and I'd started gaslighting her like when we were in the church just about how good her pussy was and that I actually didn't come and that it was her fault and I had to leave. <laughs> I really liked that. Yeah, it was horrible. Man, girls can be so harsh on men. They're always complaining about like, you know, guys are a bit mean towards women and I'm not a misogynist. I love women. I have a mum and a sister and they're women. I love women. I respect them. We need them. We need women in the world. They're important to reproduce. They're great people and they, they're great to look at and fuck. But anyway, and love and treat well. And to treat well, you're all beautiful. Don't get offended, women. But I think that's pretty much the last of the questions. <laughs> Thank God. And we're going to finish on the most touchy one of all, the, the most touchy question. How do you, because you travel around a lot and you're very busy and like you yep. do a lot. How do you maintain like a good physique, staying in shape and training? Steroids. There you go. Steroids. You go. Thank you so much. That's it. Yeah. That, that's, that's the last question. And then I think pretty much I've, how long have we been going for? Oh my God, it's perfect. We're perfect. almost, at the, that's just about it. And the only thing really that left that I wanted to ask you about is your current relationship with Georgia. Yeah. And I actually, Lockie suggested a very good question for this. <clears throat> Do you think if you and Georgia went on the same uh, series at the same show at the same year, do you think you would have ended up dating? No. Really? Not a chance. How come? Because uh, when I went on the show, I was such a fucking little <laughs> slut. Like, well, I was told that you lost the most amount of money. I lost the most amount of money, but I also fucked every single one of my season after it. So like- Fuck, I love if, that. If she, met, if she met, actually there was one or two that I didn't touch, <laughs> uh, but that was by their choice. No, no, no. Uh, but well, man's got to have fun. No, but I think because at that point in my life, I was such a piece of shit that it would have been it would have been the wrong time to meet her. Yeah, and I, I think that. if I went on her season, I just it would have it's a wrong environment to actually meet someone that you want to care I didn't, about. I didn't watch much. Like I haven't watched a lot of. I've watched a couple of the ones that you were on a couple of the episodes. I haven't watched much of hers. I saw a few things she was sharing because I I don't really watch a lot of reality TV these days because of how busy I am. But I watched a little bit just to learn a bit and see what it was like and stuff. It looked like a fun show, but you should do it, man. It would be funny going on there. You should do some. Shit I like think that. I think I would be very similar to you. I think I wouldn't be able to keep my little winky in my pants. I would lose you all the money. You should try to be the Bachelor. What's the Bachelor? The Bachelor. The show. Yeah, you should try to be him. Like yeah. here yeah. in Australia. Imagine. <laughs> That could be funny. We could just host our own series of The Bachelor. That could be a good YouTube series. Man, I would like that. All fat chicks. All fat chicks. Because I like fat chicks. So everyone's always like, oh, you didn't have any fat girls or big girls at the party. Like, yeah, I did. They're all fat. Yeah, there was a lot there. Nice. Even the skinny ones were fat. Like you just, It's just all about perspective. I know. But that's a, it's a very interesting, honest answer. He's just looking away. I'm not sure if he's in disgust or if he agrees. No, I, whatever. That's beautiful, isn't it? Say what you have to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So how much longer are you in Australia? Talk your shit. Until uh, 26. So I leave. When is this coming out? Probably not for another three, four weeks from this date. So. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm out of Australia by the time this is <laughs> Yeah, you're out of here by then. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually gone. I can't believe you fucked in a cemetery. Yeah. No, I've, I've done some crazy shit. Yeah. So Georgia obviously didn't meet someone off the series she was on. I didn't actually watch it. You didn't? Yeah. I don't know who she, who she, if she even looked at any of them. Yeah, right. Like, I just, I don't even know because I started watching it and I was like, fuck, like, same as you. Like, I just can't really be fucked. Yeah. A show that you would really enjoy is uh, Dating on the Spectrum. What's that? Have you seen that one? You guys seen that one? 
Dating on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. So there's people with like disabilities and they're trying to date. Is the person they're trying to date not disability? No, they're, they're all, they're all, they all have. Some. Would I be allowed to go in there even if I don't have a disability? I don't think they'd want you anywhere near them after the story. Well, discrimination. Shared. Discrimination. We must cancel this show. No, well, <laughs> it's actually getting nominated for an Emmy. Emmy oh my I think. God. I would yeah. love to go on. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually. Break my back. <laughs> then I can go on. Oh yeah, he's pretty oh, fucking broken. No, no, you have to be on the spectrum. Yeah, really? Yeah, you yeah. can't. You can't force your way. What if I get brain damage or something? Could go crack my head somewhere. Yeah, we can talk to. The I have fractured my skull twice, so maybe the third time will, will get me there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you on one show. We'll <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. I've always said I think reality TV would suit me because. I don't have to worry about thinking of ideas or organizing things or like video ideas and editing and posting. It's like, I could just rock up, be myself on camera, take the piss, probably offend people or people will like it. It's the thing with these sorts of personalities. And I feel like you've got a pretty similar personality with like the fuck it mentality. You just say what's on your mind. Like not necessarily trying to be loved, but it's like, if people like me, that's great. But I'm Yeah, bro. Everyone's too worried about being canceled. And it's just like, it, I feel like it's gone the other way now. Like the pendulum's gone over. Like everyone before it was just like, okay, ultra sensitive. And now I feel like it's swinging back where people are just like, you know what? I actually don't give a fuck. Like you look at this shit that Theo Vaughn says and these other guys and like Andrew Tate and, and all these like uh, empowered females as well that talk about whatever the fuck they want. Like men are trash, whatever else. Like people don't give a fuck anymore. Oh. They're just like, you know what? It has to go back the other way. So I'm kind of just like, Bro, who cares? Well, I think it's even the same with like, obviously people like Jake Paul, they're not on the same level of cancelable as comedians or as Tate because they're doing stuff that's just pissing people off. They're not really getting too political and touchy subjects. Whereas Tate, he's been deplatformed. He's not, I wouldn't say he's cancelled because no. he's still got his people still a talking huge about presence him. and people are going to continue posting his stuff. And he has just came out of nowhere and became easily the most famous personality on the internet in the last six months. Like yeah. the most posted, the most talked about. And they've obviously, like, the feminist community has tried to cancel him for things he said, which I don't agree with myself. But there's a lot of things he says that I think are helpful and I do agree with. So mm. it's just crazy, man. And he doesn't give a fuck. Like, I wonder how big his cock is. Dude, I, there's no way he doesn't have a big dick. Yeah, he's got too he's much happy. attitude to he's have a tall. Fun. He's a tall dude. And he's like... He's bald. And that, he's bald. And he was a fighter. You can't be, like, a bald, tall, muscly fighter with that mentality and attitude. All bald guys have big cocks. This is facts. Johnny Sins. Yeah. This is facts. 100%. Yeah, every bald so, man I've met. Have you met Tate or have you like spoken to him? No. Nah. Because he's been doing a few podcasts. I saw he went on the um, the Note Boys podcast recently. I watched about 10 minutes and I, I just couldn't keep watching it. It was... Nah, he... I think at the start of that podcast, there was a lot of fluff mm. towards the end. It really... Like a lot of shit he said. I was like, oh, that's actually... Well, it wasn't Tate's side. It, I just feel... I like those boys a lot, man. Like, I, I, I don't mm. know all these new faces. Like, I, I like Steve. I know Steve. He's fucking legend. I really do like Steve. I like uh, Jesse a lot. And other than them two, I've never really gotten close with all the other boys that are there now. Yeah, they talk over their, their guests a little bit. And it's not just that, bro. They, I feel like they lack a lot of intellectual ability to actually have a serious conversation about serious topics without being like, oh, yeah, boys, let's drink. Like, this is no serious hate towards them because I do like those boys. They're all good. Yeah. They're doing well and good for them. But I feel like Jesse was like the glue for Nelk. I feel like he held them together well. He's Steve, fully out now. Yeah, he's been out for a while. And, and his content, he's been doing that shithole stuff. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, I think he's trying to make like an actual like barstool type thing. Well, that's the thing, bro. It's like he's, those boys have made so much bread that they can have the freedom to sit back and go, I'm just going to make what I want to make. I don't care about yeah. clout or views or who's being the most famous. They just want to do shit that they enjoy. Um, 
It's the same as Steve. He's got his Steve's his own brand and his channels are starting to almost take over the whole Nelk yeah, thing. He got his shit taken down. Oh fuck! He just lost his YouTube, didn't he? Yeah, he's banned. God, that is crazy. What for? I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's just sad. I think it's the company he keeps. Is it the gambling he promotes? I don't know. I don't Steve know. does a lot of nice things. Yeah, apparently he's really, really upset about it. Like oh, he would be, bro. He's in bed and like not, not moving out of his apartment. Which is, it's, it sucks, dude. bro. Yeah. I really, really like Steve. I remember when I went to Miami for Jake's fight in March 2020. Yeah, I remember I was sitting on the bus with him. We were making some fucking dark jokes. He's like, I love all them fucked up jokes and stuff. And I got along with Steve when I met him. And he's a, he's a really nice guy. He's always followed me and shown love and... It's a yeah. shame, man, because he is doing good things. He's he's paying people's fucking houses. He's giving people cars. He's gifting yeah. all poor kids money and shit. So it's probably just so much more to it that none of us. There would be a lot of stuff we don't know about that's going on for sure, man. You don't just tend to lose things because of that. But hopefully he gets it back, and I'm sure those boys have no contact. They'd have to, bro. Yeah, the, one of their friends, Andrew Wiseman. Do you know that guy? Have you met him? Mm-hmm. Nicest guy. He put a he put up 250k. Mm. I do know him. Yeah, actually, I do follow him. Yeah, he put up a big um. A reward thing. For yeah, if anyone help. could get answers. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. I love that guy. Crazy, man. So what's your future plans over the next... What's what's the foreseeable future for Harry Jowsey? What's coming um, up? Moving into acting, bro. I just booked my first oh, movie shit. role. Congratulations. Which is exciting. Um, So yeah, moving into acting, just trying to take things a little bit more serious. I just love the entertainment world. I just love making people laugh. So that's the goal is just uh, to step away from, you know, posting fucking cringe TikToks <laughs> and shit and, and be a little bit like... It's where I've been for the last few years myself, bro. It's like I got a bit over like just fucking doing the crazy dares and pranks and shit. I'm like, man, I'm getting older. I'm 28 yeah. now. It's like things like this, like a podcast, things like acting, like training, getting into doing fighting or business things. It's like that's where my head's at now. And bro, it's like, you have to evolve. You and can't I, just stay there. I recently saw someone that uh, someone's page that you used to hang out with and fuck, bro. I was just like, yo, like, I just want to smack you. You just like watching. Someone I used to hang out with? Yeah, watching like someone that used to collab with. And um, watching their videos, it was the same old shit. And I was just like, bro, like, like he poured he poured water on someone. Australian, it, or? yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're like scream laughing like hyenas. I was like, bro, it's not that funny. Who is it? That's Shami. Shami. <laughs> yeah, dude. Me and him haven't been friends for years, and I won't go into too much detail and depth about all that because fuck, he probably just sent me a cease and desist for mentioning him. We could oh, be really? talking about anybody here. Like, we could be talking about anyone. But yeah, Sham Wow. Yeah, exactly right, bro. That's the thing. It's like, I don't want to be stuck making the same shit. It's like you said, pouring water and <laughs> like yeah. fake laughing. And I like all of his friends a lot. Yeah. I'm friends with his brothers. I'm friends with a lot of the boys that he works with. They came to my parties last year. Then he told them that they weren't allowed to come to my parties. Oh, it's just, it's just shut up. Just bro. weird, just weird, weird that. stuff, man. And and that's exactly such a good reference, bro. It's like, I don't want to... If, them, if it's making them happy, amazing, good for you. But for me, myself, I want more out of life. I don't want to stay doing the shit I was doing when I was 20 years old. So you keep evolving. Like if people can't see your growth, like like if they can't track, like, okay, at that point he was doing this. At this point he's like gone to this. Like no one, you're, not, you're hard to follow. It's 100%. Just like, same person, same over. You have to evolve as humans, man. You can't just stay there. And that's why I've been so quiet the last couple of years because I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I didn't want to rush it. I didn't want to just keep doing shit that I didn't enjoy doing. Cause that's, yeah. that's worse. Like I've got fucking crazy ADHD for me to get the motivation and energy to do things that I don't want to do is almost impossible. Yeah. So it's like, I have to be passionate about what I'm doing. And I love doing these podcasts and this is what I'll do for the next while. And, and this is making me happy. So I think you'll kill acting too. I think yeah. you do very well. You got, you got all the right fucking tools for you, the right look and having an Australian accent and stuff like that. Like, I've been, bro, I have to do all my auditions in American accent. Oh, shit. Yeah, I have a dialect coach like twice a week. You've been living out there a while, I'm sure it'll just keep. Yeah, bro, it's, it's really difficult because you have to, 
every single thing that you know your entire life, like how to talk and how to say words and sentences, you have to like think about it. It's fucking, but it's fun though. It's, it's Dude, it'd be I, a very challenging process. Yeah, where I found like <laughs> that I've been uncomfortable is where I found that I've started grow, growing. Well, that's, that's exactly right. It's like past like fear is like winning and all these things. Like you have to do things that make you uncomfortable. You can't just keep, so you see, if you just keep making TikToks the rest of your life till you're 40, you're yeah. just like, you're just going to be miserable, bro. And it's like, that's what, I give a lot of credit to people like Jake Paul, Logan Paul, because started on Vine as like pretty much kids making crazy shit. Then they went to like daily vlogging. Then they went to like fighting and then like NFTs and crypto and business. And yeah. now WWE for Logan. He's just fucking on a whole nother level now. It's crazy, bro. Like, and yeah, they deserve I, it. I texted him some cheesy shit the other day. Like, bro, I'm so <laughs> proud of you, brother. And then I was like, bro, he probably gets this from everyone. And he was just like, yeah, thanks, bro. I, I messaged the exact same thing about two weeks ago. Just, I didn't say like, I'm he's proud of you. Like, Cause I'm not like that close with him. But I just messaged yeah. him and said, I said, bro, growing up, I was obsessed with WWE. So I messaged him and I said, yeah. mate, you're living everyone's childhood dream now. Like you've grown up. He's not just there as like a, an extra. Signed. Motherfucker's doing flips off turnbuckles through tables. Bro, and that Because I saw that shit and I was like, at that point, and this is the reason why I text him. Because at that point, I was kind of just like, oh, I don't know if I want to take this opportunity or do this mm. because I'm worried. And then I saw him do that shit. And I was like, yo, this guy just said, fuck it. Like, I'm going to give this 110%. I'm like, you know what? I should take more of that and I and they, it ended up working out for me and so I was just kind of just like oh I want to say thank you to him and then I realized how cheesy it was and I was like every fucking guy's probably and he would have loved it bro he would he would have he did he did send a very sweet message yeah. back but I kind of just was like yeah you replied to me too and he's like really appreciate it he's a very grateful cool down to earth dude and I think you know I like they're just very misunderstood I think those boys but I do think Logan especially now has got a lot more respect and people yeah. people seem for matured content creator he's not even like he's not even a social media guy anymore he's just a fucking celebrity he's just bro. Logan. he's just logan paul he's killing wwe and he's so young bro like he's gonna he's gonna do big things there and it's fucking awesome to see growing up watching that like they got a huge fan base too that thing wwe will most likely make him more famous than anything else he's ever done yeah like that is huge they got a big big audience but you know have you have you got the wwe 2k 2022 the game yeah he's i haven't in played it. it oh fuck he's in it that's crazy, bro. Yeah, I was fucking scrolling and I was like, what the fuck already? I think it like he's just killing it. Comes down to a lot of people around him too. He's got a lot of good people around him, like helping him make the right yeah. decisions. Since like there's not many people that could come back from the whole suicide forest thing the way he did. Yeah. Like he came back, he made matured content, he apologized, he owned it, he did well, he's done a lot of good Biggest things. Biggest thing is just owning your shit. Hundred percent. Just owning it, not like putting accountability. It on anyone. Yeah. I think accountability is one thing a lot of people lack, is like they tend to, like you said, like gaslight it or they'll shift blame or they'll, oh, it's your fault this happened or I'm, I'm in a bad way today. Like you just got to fucking own it. Like I fucked up. I'll try not to make that same mistake. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyways, brother, I fucking really appreciate you coming on. It's been long enough. I was only meant to do an hour, but we can Easy. talk for days. So make sure you leave five stars, drop a comment, send it to one of your friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. And check out his OnlyFans. Yeah. I'm probably gonna. Yeah. Not for girls. Oh, I, I checked yours out. Mine was pretty fucking wild. Yeah, no, there was a video on Twitter where it was like, flip the switch. And then I was like, oh, bro, I got to sell That one went viral. Yeah, I spent a lot of money on you. Well, <laughs> well, that's how it started, bro. I was like, if we're doing this, we're doing it proper. I don't, like, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to risk it all. Like, we made, like, those videos with our watermark there. And I posted it everywhere. Went viral, every WhatsApp chat, went everywhere. I was like, fucking, it exploded it, so. It's a way to um, do it. Anyways, bro, I appreciate Sayonara. you. Thanks so much for coming on. Harry Jowsey, ladies and gentlemen. Woo. Goodbye. <laughs>